You're listening to Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, I'm really glad you're with us. Abdul El-Sayed made a big dent in Michigan politics two years ago as a candidate for governor. His brand of progressive politics got a large following, which challenged Gretchen Whitmer for the Democratic nomination. Now you can find him serving often as a regular commentator on CNN and as the host of the podcast America Dissected. Now the former director of Detroit's health department has a new book out titled Healing Politics, in which El-Sayed attempts to diagnose what ails our political discourse and process here in America and offer prescriptions to address those troubles. Joining us now to talk more about that and, of course, the coronavirus pandemic is Abdul El-Sayed. Abdul, welcome to Detroit Today. Stephen, great to be with you. Thank you. Yeah. So I want to start with uh, you giving us an assessment of what is going on in our world right now with the coronavirus pandemic. You are an epidemiologist and a public health expert, a former public health official. Reflect a bit on this pandemic in the context of your experience in this field. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I hate to say it, Stephen, this is what happens when we underinvest in the preparedness of uh, for public health disasters. And we find the government services that traditionally have kept us safe for a very long time missing in action uh, in the context of a very infectious, very deadly uh, pathogen. And um, this is sort of the, the never events uh, of public health. And so we're battling a pandemic. Um, you see extremely brave women and men on the front lines uh, taking this on uh, in our hospitals and our clinics. And you also see public officials rising to the challenge at the local and state level. The hard part, though, is that Traditionally, you would rely on the federal government for real leadership in this moment, and it has absolutely been missing in action. And um, everything from, obviously, the president to um, the capacity for the CDC and HHS to meet this challenge. And the thing I'll, I'll tell folks about, the pan, uh, about public health responses to uh, infectious disease outbreaks is, number one, um, it's like a fire. You always want to put it out when it's small or you'll be battling it when it's big. Mm. And number two, it's all about preparedness. You want to have been ready. There's a reason that we have fire alarms in our homes uh, and we have fire uh, firehouses all over our neighborhoods in our communities because you want to be ready. Uh, we neither put it out when it was small nor were we ready when it was big. Yeah. Uh, that that is not an encouraging assessment and i don't think i expected one from you but the, but there were a couple things there you said that i think really hit home for me about what uh, what what we're sort of anticipating what we're going to see in the next weeks or or months uh you wrote a piece in the guardian recently titled coronavirus is exploiting an underlying condition our epidemic of insecurity uh, tell us what this crisis is telling us about our healthcare system, our public policy, and our society. Yeah, Stephen, as, as you well know and you well documented, that there's been this, this government consensus, governing consensus, um, about the role of the private sector in solving what are public problems, whether it was privatizing our healthcare system or creating an economy that serves the very top a lot more than it provides for uh, the very bottom, or it's uh, you know, privatizing our public education system or raising the cost of higher education or creating a porous barrier between uh, our government and our economy, uh, allowing corporations to, in effect, uh, fund our election system. All of that creates a system that leaves a lot of us vulnerable. And this, this epidemic of insecurity that I attempt to diagnose in the book uh, and in the essay 
um, is about how that vulnerability comes to play when it's hit by the force of something like a pandemic or a climate event, which we can be expecting to come uh, increasingly. And, and, and so um, we have to understand that, you know, epidemiologists, when we look at a, a pandemic like this, any outbreak, really, it's not just about the pathogen. We pay a lot of attention to the coronavirus, but it's also about the host and about the environment. And right now, as hosts, we are uniquely vulnerable. And our environment has created a system by which the basic means of being able to shut down uh, this kind of pandemic or provide for people who are being affected by it um, is extremely limited. And so we're really vulnerable right now. Um, and we're seeing what the consequences are. Our uh, pandemic here in the United States has become, we've become the hot zone for this. Um, our number of cases has topped everyone uh, at this point, and so, uh, except for China. But all of this is to say um, that if we're serious about not just beating this, but also making sure something like this never happens again, we've got to pay attention to the system in which it happened and to fortify that. Uh, you know, you, you pointed out that uh, we've got the most cases on the planet other than China, but we also got to keep in mind China has 1.3 billion people right. in it. So we shouldn't be comparing ourselves to a much larger com uh, country. We shouldn't even be in the same category uh, in terms of the total number of, of cases. Um, you know, in, in your book, it, it, the title is Healing Politics. And so you're talking about ways to fix what's what's wrong as, as well as identifying what's broken. Give us just a snapshot of some of the things you think we need to be doing. Yeah. Well, I actually think this pandemic um, has shown us a lot of what we need to be doing. It's the recognition that all of us, in, in, in fact, are in this boat together. But the way that we've built uh, our lives and livelihoods in America is we're super segregated. We very rarely talk to people who have experiences that are different than ours, whether it's because of, 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 of demographic segregation in our neighborhoods or even intellectual segregation online in our VR social media. We're constantly grouped into, into, into perspectives um, that look a lot like ours, which reinforce our perspectives. And so um, part of my point is that we need to have a collective empathy uh, in this moment, a recognition uh, that we have a responsibility to get out of our own experiences and to represent all perspectives and a recognition that oftentimes people who do things that we disagree with do them not necessarily uh, out of spite, but out of pain. Um, and right now we need to learn to understand that pain and appreciate what pain drives us to do and also speak truth to that pain. And, um, and so right now we're realizing that like all of us have to socially distance uh, because if any of us deviate, it makes all of us less healthy. That understanding of our collective well-being and the responsibility to it um, is exactly what I think we need to do uh, to, to, to reframe um, and improve our politics, which really will have to take on a lot of the biggest challenges that left us so vulnerable. So I'm, I'm not um, I, I'm very hopeful about the future. It's just going to be a lot of work and it's going to take us really thinking outside of our own experiences uh, and thinking about the pain and the suffering of other people and what we can do to be a part of improving it for all of us. Okay, the book is Healing Politics by Abdul El-Sayed, a public health doctor, former candidate for governor here in Michigan, host of the podcast America Dissected, and a frequent commentator right now on CNN. Abdul, it was really great to have you here with us on Detroit Always today. a privilege, Stephen. And everybody stay safe, stay home, save lives. Yes, absolutely. And we will see you on CNN. One of the things that I think is really cool about what you've done uh, since your gu gubernatorial run here in, in Michigan.
All right, that's going to do it for us this week. I'll be back on Monday for a conversation about the history of pandemics in America and the efforts taken to contain them. Also remember, this is our spring fundraiser. And if you are able, please help us keep programs like Detroit Today and all the other great programming here at WDET on the air. Go to WDET.org or call 800-959-9338 to contribute. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's NPR station, your connection to news, music, and conversation. We'll talk again on Monday.